Check, check. Okay. Sibilance. Sibilance. Looks good. <laughs> Looks a little low, but... What did you say? Sibilance? Sibilance. It was from... Uh, it's an I SNL know, bit. It's an SNL yeah. bit. When Tom Hanks is playing an Aerosmith roadie, <laughs> and he's wow. doing the mic check, his check is one, two, sibilance, sibilance, one, two, and I was like, oh, it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> Eight. So I have, a, I have a dire prediction. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Donald Trump is going to be president again in 2021. Don't say that. Nope. Thanks to you three, what? I'm convinced that that's going to happen. Mm-mm. What did we have to do with this? The day that we were all talking about the uh, who we would think the you know the candidates that were out now, and all four yeah. of us were split, mm. and Whoa. any mention of anybody else, and everyone's like, "No, not that guy, or not her." <laughs> and I was like, I thought about, it, I go, "We're fucked, and we're gonna eat our own as long as we don't eat our own." <laughs> and then Bill Maher like uh, mirrored my sentiments a week later. Why, Ugg Bernie? Ah. I don't understand this. <laughs> oh, I just scared my cat. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with Bernie? He's I'm an ageist. Old. Yep. Yep. Don't get I think there is there's too much of a youth movement at the moment. The next generation is trying to take over and he does not fit into that plan. They love him though. They do. He's he's the most popular politician right now. Actually oh, buddy. what's his name? Vice President No, Joe he's Biden. he's the most Biden. popular to run. Yes, so far. But Bernie, and overall, like, his Q rating's better. Mm. But I don't care. As long as they all run as Democrat and we have a primary, I don't care. Yeah. Then we'll only have one person running against Trump. Schultz is the one fucking it up. Yes. Uh, he's been pretty quiet this week. Well, he has. I, I hope he goes away. The backlash has been enormous. So yeah. And the, the rings of shut up, billionaire, have been deafening, so. Nobody likes Schultz. No. <laughs> no. Schultz likes Schultz. <laughs> End of list. The man responsible for uh, Sarah Palin likes Schultz. Of course. What's there'll, his name? There'll, there'll be a few Steve out there. Sh- well, he, no, Schultz hired him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hope you're right, Jeff. I hope he does not draw much away from the Dems, but... Mm. Well, he said, if you nominate someone who's going to raise my taxes, I'm going to run. Good Lord. Hate that man. He might not peel enough away, though. His what? What is he offering? <laughs> Period. What is he offering? Yeah. <laughs> Other than like, I'm only doing this to protect myself. Right. And considering that, that a lot of people in the country right now are exceedingly angry because their taxes, they're not getting the refunds they're expecting, and they have been getting for years and years. Well, most Republican voters think t- rich people should be taxed more. <laughs> yeah. True. So yeah, he's so. it's not a winning argument on either side. Yeah. Yeah, it's a winning argument with five percent of the country. You can't win on that. Anyway. Although that is where all the money comes from, so I might. I hate to say track it. On that. That's my prediction. Yeah. So you better vote Bernie or get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> what the, we don't know if Biden's going to run yet, do we? No. The word on the street is is that yes, he is, but he's going to wait as long as possible to announce because the longer he's in, the longer those numbers can slip. Sure. And honestly, if Biden runs, and you know, I'm going to vote for probably Bernie or Elizabeth Warren in the primary, but. You know me, I'm not going to fucking turn on him if he doesn't win. These these fucking Bernie or bus people. Right, that was the problem. Yeah. If yeah. people had just voted for Hillary, it would have been fine. Yeah, I think these morons learned their lesson. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> all right, then we'll get started. Okay. You can put all that at the end of the show as extra. <laughs> Judge Jared makes a prediction. If I remember to remove it to the end, a lot of times I save a piece and then forget to move it. And it turns out it's at the beginning. <laughs> 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Storing Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 19th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news and politics and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can tweet at ProfaneArg or go to the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash ProfaneArg, or you can help support the podcast by going to our Patreon page, and if you do so, you will be able to join us on our Discord channel where we record each night, not each night, each week. Oh, whoa, son. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not do that. (laughs) But uh, you can join us where we record, and you can comment, and we will uh, include your comments in the show, uh, in our conversation. This week, we will be talking about a continued wave of anti-Semitism and news from McCabe. But first, a few updates real quick. I wanted to mention we had talked about over in Washington a bill to ban vaccine exemptions for uh, religious reasons. That bill has gone forward. It is now going to the governor, and it looks like that it is likely that the governor will sign it. Good news. So that's good. A little late, but still, it's a good sign. At least being reactive. (laughs) Yeah. They're voting a bill to do what again? Uh, To limit... Uh, religious exemptions okay, for vaccinations. Okay. All right. I've been all about vaccinations today. Hmm. How I'm so? listening to a podcast on vaccinations. I was posting funny memes about vaccinations. <laughs> it's nice I to know s- that this is that this anti-vaxxer movement actually started in like the 16th century. <laughs> wow. Oh, really? Yeah. They used to take the, the – this is disgusting, by the way – the scabs off of people from smallpox and grind them up. And, chi- and the Chinese used to make people snort them as a sort of vaccine. And then well into the 1800s, like in 1820, they pretty much eliminated smallpox due to the herd immunity. And then in 1870, because all the white people thought that they didn't need to do it anymore, it came back crazy and they blamed it on the black people. So if you had a a black family member who had smallpox, you tried to hide them because they would put them in these like corrals. People are just dumb. They've been dumb forever. (laughs) No no need to blame Jenny McCarthy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm still blaming her. She's taking us backwards instead of forwards. We've been making forward progress for eons. Can we continue to make forward progress, please, and not slide backwards? I did like the one thing that uh, was posted on our Facebook page. Go back into uh, older cemeteries and see all of the child uh, headstones. Mm. And you see how in the 50s and 60s there were a whole bunch of, of headstones for children. And then you don't see them for a while. Like, there's no children headstones. It's because there are vaccinations that were developed. Yeah, you do any kind of ancestry and you, you'll have, you know, three sons named Robert because the first two died. They wanted a yeah. Robert and they just had to wait till the third one till one survived. Jeez. <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe some of the shit these anti-vaxxers put out. They they had a, an, a, a like a, I guess you would call it a meme, but I don't know. It's like a, it was a picture of a, a heroin junkie shooting up. And it's like statistically, children who get vaccines think that good things come from needles, and ninety <gasps> some odd percent lead to them doing heroin. Um, blah 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 blah. And then one of the guys writes at the bottom of that, he goes, "Yeah, because they were vaccinated and they lived long enough to know what heroin was." <laughs> <laughs> wow, unbelievable. So I have a question about vaccinations. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
If I were to time travel, literally. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Is that even a word? Backwards or forwards? Backwards. Say right. I go back to the to the Middle Ages, mm. right? Or the Dark Ages, right? Uh, yeah, let me change that. Let, let me say I go back to like the 1800s, right? Okay. And there's a small and there's a smallpox outbreak because of my vaccinations. I, I will I catch that? Do I have a chance of catching that or not? Did you did you get a smallpox vaccination? You're older enough. Assume, probably did. Let, assume I did. Okay. No, you shouldn't. You should be fine. I should be fine. Okay. You should be fine. The, the question: Can you? Is it possible? Yes, it is possible because the vaccination is 100. percent However, you should be. You should be immune to it. Yeah. You should have the antibodies to fight it off. Okay. Is it smallpox they stopped giving vaccinations for? Is that the one that leaves the big scar on your arm, or is that polio? I don't remember. I think it's smallpox. I thought it was smallpox as well. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. Well, what kind of vaccinations do we get? Like, what are we vaccinated for? Measles, rubella, chickenpox. Mumps. Well, chickenpox, actually, um, that's fairly new, so maybe not chickenpox for you. Um, whooping cough. So, it's a whole bunch of them. So, if, say, smallpox made a comeback, yeah. we wouldn't be vaccinated against it. You would not be protected against it because they eradicated or, it in the population. And the only- hurt your Right. The only place that it exists is in labs. Unfortunately, it does still exist in labs. So we could get polio as well. Oh, polio is still out there. There are still pockets of polio in Pakistan, I want to say, Afghanistan. And But what I'm saying is we didn't get vaccinated for polio. Right. Because it doesn't exist here. You fucking anti-vaxxers. If this shit comes <laughs> back, and kills me. <laughs> That's one of the things that Bill Gates and his wife are really, really big into is polio vaccinations. Unfortunately, there's an anti-vaxxer mo- movement over there as well. And uh, polio is having a resurgence. So, there's yeah, that. but didn't didn't he eliminate um, the other thing you get from mosquitoes? Malaria. Malaria. Yeah. N- not eliminate, but significantly curtail. Yes. So according to uh, to what Jeff posted, the smallpox vaccination stopped in 1972 mm. when it was determined to be eradicated from the country. I'm kind of curious now whether I I got it or not. No, you. If it's have. the one, if it's the one that leaves a scar, then no. I, I did not get that. It's interesting, though, but because I I, I got it when um, we came to this country in years before 72. <laughs> so I had I got one. I'm the, the mm. tail end. But if you travel to certain countries, they will make you get a vaccination before you go, right? Yeah. Well, like, okay. like Jeff said, military smallpox, smallpox vaccinations continued for a while. And in some, I think, um, yeah, I thought in some areas, if you go to Pakistan, I think you get one because... Well, at least for um, polio, because it exists there. Hmm. All right. I'm moving off of vaccinations. Um, that got way more traction than I expected. <laughs> leave, so, leave it to me to throw a twist in there and start asking questions. <laughs> this won't. Uh, this is just a Ken Ham update, because he made the news again. He came onto some Christian talk show thing and said it's unconstitutional to not take your kids who are attending public school to the Ark Encounter <laughs> and the what is it? What that's the other thing he called the Creation Museum. It's yeah. un, it, it's it's against the Constitution rights if the students aren't taken to them because they need to be shown you know all the options of of <laughs> how how to think. What part of the Constitution is that in? Good question. I don't know. There's on the on the Friendly Atheist page. There's a quote from it, and he just he rambles, and I don't. I mean, it's not as bad as Trump or anything, but he rambles, and it doesn't make any sense. Well, he's Isn't he fucking it, Australian. Uh, I don't know that. He, he said it's a violation I of the First so. Amendment for public schools to not take their students on field trips. Huh. 
because you're by by not taking them to his museum, you're preventing his free speech from reaching the public schools. I guess. I heard it was unconstitutional too. If you go to the Creationist Museum and the Ark Encounter, and you don't buy anything from the gift shop. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think that's where they make a lot of their money because when he when they are encouraging school trips. The the school doesn't have to pay anything. That's part of the the promotion of getting the kids out there. Yeah. But they still make money off the gift shops. Get yourself a nice plush dinosaur egg that was on the ark. <laughs> <laughs> so also as a follow up, the Washington Post has the Idaho woman who refused to report her husband's sexual abuse of young relatives because she just wanted to pray the demon away. Mm-hmm. She was sentenced to spend a year in a prison treatment program. So that was that was her sentence. Um, and if she violates the sentence in any way of not attending the treatment program, she will receive a sentence from four to ten years in prison. Well, that's so, not nearly long enough, but I suppose it's something. Well, it's it's kind of it's one of these difficult cases, in my opinion, because she didn't do anything. She just didn't do anything <laughs> that's the point though. and, and do, you got to determine did she really honestly believe she was doing the right thing and if she did you know she I mean, was wrong what do you yeah. do <laughs> whether whether or not she believes she was doing the right thing i mean that it, it goes to to a certain point of you know being ignorant about the law is not a right. justification oh i don't know if that's true look at don jr he didn't know <laughs> <laughs> do you want him to go yes. to jail <laughs> No, I'm waiting for that defense. Yeah. Oh, they're already using it. He didn't know he's breaking a law. Ugh. Ignorance is the, about of the law is not an excuse. No, he, she, this right, woman but knew I'm, about abuse and didn't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, and, and I, I mean, she. I'm just saying, you're saying the four to ten years is seems short. No, I, I'm saying I think it's one year is short. Oh, sure, but it's one year in a treatment program. Mm. So, but she's clearly crazy. <laughs> well, so not stable, I would say. Yeah. All right, that is all that I have for follow-up. I wanted to move on because this is going to take some more time. I wanted just to move on to Trump and his announcement of the national emergency. There's quite a long post in the Washington Post, but it is... I I wanted to to hit some of the highlights. They have, in the Washington Post, a fact check for, uh, for his speech, which, I don't know, I think he read it. Because he tweeted about how fact-checking is fake fact-checking now. <laughs> He's just and throwing that, anything he can against the wall, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I wanted to hit the highlights on the, the different things. And if you have anything on each one of these, feel free to shout out. So some of the things that they brought up. National emergency. He said that uh, national emergencies have been done several times, signed by other presidents. There's rarely a problem. They sign it. Nobody cares. And he says, I guess they weren't very exciting, the emergencies that were occurring. They sign it for less important things in many cases. However, completely false. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So to clarify, uh, the law that was put in place defines not what the president can do. It in no way gives the president the power to do emergency money moving around or whatever. What it defines is it gives Congress the option to thwart a presidential declaration if they are believed to be misusing it. So the law that he references to say, this allows me to do this, even that part isn't true. (laughs) The law is only there to make sure that Congress can 
override him if necessary. The different presidents have signed emergency declarations dozens of times, but generally it's because they want to do this and Congress is behind the action. They just want to do it quick in order to, you know, take care of the emergency because it's generally an emergency. <laughs> right. Oh, so you mean they don't sign a bill stating the exact opposite and then declaring the emergency? Right. <laughs> okay. The next thing is his numbers. He had mentioned some numbers about the money that the country is losing because of immigration. He, he cited the numbers. The numbers he cites, he says, are from the Department of Homeland Security. They aren't. The numbers he cited are actually from a group called the Federation for American Immigration Reform, or FAIR. Mm-hmm. That's my other podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> FAIR has been a source for Trump several times, but uh, pretty much every estimate they give has been fiercely disputed. Uh, the Cato Institute said that the study had serious errors in method and logic. <laughs> so, in any case, the fact that he's saying that it's from... Homeland Security, it, those numbers aren't. They just simply aren't. I'm just looking at some of the things that he said, and some of them are amazing. I mean, yeah. I know he's incoherent, but holy crap, he's really, really incoherent. <laughs> he, he talked about the majority of the big drugs not coming through ports of entry. That's simply a lie. It's mm. a complete lie. DEA has stats on this. The Department of Homeland Security seized 4,800 pounds of heroin in the ports of entry compared to 500 pounds seized by border patrol. There was seven times as much cocaine seized at ports of entry than in between them. The only drug that is seized more often between ports of entry is marijuana. And that's getting becoming more legal across the country. So, Right. And the other thing that's causing the, the problem is fentanyl, which mm. you can get straight from China. You can just order it. So Yeah, that'll just come in the mail. So. Uh, his statements about constructing the wall, uh, he says in, in the meantime, he's built a lot of the wall. He has a lot of money, but it would be nice to have gotten it done. Mm-hmm. Again, he's blaming Congress for not giving him the money. His budget people only included $1.6 billion for barriers, and they approved that originally. Right. He's the one that then turned it down because he then wanted more. He wanted more than his budget people had appropriated. Well, didn't Chuck Schumer offer him like $25 billion a long time ago? Right, but it and came... And he turned it down? Right, it, but it, it came with um, dealing with the DACA kids. Yeah. Right. So that Which was Stephen Miller was not going to allow that. <laughs> right. Um, he talked about MS-13 gang members and how they are all monsters, and we've m- removed thousands upon thousands of them. Mm-hmm. Technically, that is correct, because in... The last two years in 2017 and 2018, more than 1,000 were removed from the country each year. So it was 1,073 in 2017. It was 1,332 in 2018. So technically, since he's been president, it's been more than 2,000s. I don't know if I'd qualify that as thousands and thousands, (laughs) but, you know, that that one at least came close. I mean, all these things that you're saying, though. Yeah. Right? Nobody mm. believes this shit except the people that believe everything that comes out of his mouth, right? I'm not even. I think sh- so. And I'm not even sure they believe it necessarily. They just find it an interesting meme that they can repeat. Right. I thought, but I mean, like, there's no person out there who's like, "Oh man, you know, I just can't stand what Trump's doing." All these things are. Oh wait a minute, thousands and thousands of MS13 guys. Oh, I'm on board now. Mm. You've convinced me. I mean, 
Who is he convincing with this shit? Other than the people who are already convinced. Right. And oh, we'll go yeah. along with anything that he says. Yeah. No, he's not I getting people a, I heard a great, I heard a great th- uh, statement about this somewhere. I can't forget that Trump supporters don't love the wall, right? They love the wall because they love Trump. And that's it. They could give a flying fuck about the wall, but they want it because he wants it. Hmm. Interesting. I'm curious how, how what, yeah, what, true that what is. What possible appeal does he have to anybody? I mean, other than, no, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the ultra conservative to get the, um, because he's putting all the conservative justices in place. Right. But we're talking about voters. Sure. Voters? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. Blatant racism. <laughs> Blatant racism is still a thing, <laughs> says Jeff. Well, I thought the the part about what he was talking about, President Xi of China, was terrifying. Yeah, you know, it says when, when I asked President Xi, I said, "Do you have a drug problem?" No, no, no. I said, "You have 1.4 billion people. What do you mean you have no drug problem?" He says, "No, we don't have a drug problem." I I said, "Why?" He says, "Death penalty. We give death penalty to people that sell drugs. End of problem." Like, oh. <laughs> Were you more worried that you think he was going to break out in, like, a Chinese accent that is so fucking racist? He did a bit. If you watch the video, is it slightly? Yeah. But even that isn't true about China. I mean, Trump said that in his speech. But if if you look at Chinese law, the lower crimes, if you're dealing drugs, offenders are sent to treatment centers. Repeat offenders are sent to their education labor camps, which, yeah, that's not good. Mm. But... It, death penalty is only for like 50 grams or more, which can also be sentenced to prison. It's not like, oh, you're dealing with drugs, we kill you. It's not the Philippines, it's not for the Philippines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even the scary, stupid things are lies. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. Uh, he mentioned about the, the Mexico-Canada trade deal and mm. how that's going to help pay for it, which is a, just clearly illustrates how he doesn't understand how tariffs work. Right. So that is that is we get to pay extra for things from those countries and that extra money he's going to take and put into the wall, if I'm understanding this correctly. Mm. Mm. Which won't be his money. It's not how that works. Right. Well, do these people who are supporting him and the ones who might actually really want the wall, you know, and have ignored the part about Mexico paying for it and now that we're going to pay for it, do they think that they're like our tax money is going to go to that, right? And then Trump's going to refund that money back to us through that deal? Like, Uh, we're going to get checks back? If you listen to people like Ann Coulter, it's not – that all all of it's irrelevant. The only thing that's important is to put up the wall because that will prevent people from taking jobs from white people. (laughs) Right. Those precious strawberry-picking jobs that we covet. Right. Right. That's what it's all about. It's all about people coming into this country. So they don't even – so these people don't even care if we – waste money on this. No. They don't care if we get paid back for it. They don't care if your taxes are raised to pay for it. Nope. Doesn't matter. It's all about putting up the wall. The thing that baffles me about it is that people like Ann Coulter, she's seemingly semi-intelligent. So putting up a wall doesn't actually do what she wants. And what she wants is fewer brown people. I understand no, that. What, what she, she wants, wants is to sell fucking books. <laughs> well, she doesn't, <laughs> point. Yeah, she doesn't believe any of that shit she says. True. But I mean, if you really, if you really want to make a dent in the number of people um, the illegal aliens in this country, you have to do it with people that overstay their visas. That's where the problem is, for the most part. So I don't understand this fixation on a giant concrete barrier. Because that's easier to understand. Mm. Yeah. True. You can just shout a wall. You can't say, overstay visa. <laughs> it doesn't just doesn't ring the same. 
you know, gin up the hatred of brown people that way, I suppose. He did also talk about chain migration with the guy, the the terrorist guy, the guy that ran people over, killed eight people with his car. He Mm. brought him up during the speech and said that uh, he was an example of chain migration because he brought so many people into the country. And turns out he had, you know, this this terroristic plan. Well, he can't be a person who causes chain migration. He had a green card. The only people he can bring with him are his wife and direct children. So Trump actually said that he brought 22 relatives into the United States through chain migration. That's just, again, flat out lie. (laughs) It's not possible. No, it's possible. I mean, but you really, you really have to ignore facts. Oh, every day. Yeah. Constantly. Like, I mean, seriously, like, work hard at it to not see certain sh- – I mean, like, there's plenty of news people who have gone down to these border towns and said, hey, what's this hellhole like, right? It's like a Mad Max down here? And they're like, no, nah, it's fine. <laughs> right? I mean, Oh, on the border towns? All those people are like, these people are literally my neighbors. Every part of our lives are intertwined. Please don't build a wall. <laughs> yeah, and his facts about El, El Paso were completely wrong. Um, he did mention 23 murders in El Paso compared to 2,000 outside on the other side of their brand new wall, which is in no way correct. Hmm. But the the fact about El, pa- El Paso is they had... Before they built, so they did build a wall up along their border, but before the wall was there, they were still the third lowest violent crime rate in uh, the top 35 U.S. cities. So the idea that the wall saved the city is just complete fiction. Mm. Well, so far, there has have been very few consequences to his lies. So why bother right. actually telling the true story when you can just tell the salacious and, you know, uh, the, why not tell the story that gets you into the headlines if there are no consequences but to it? How does it help him, though? Well, I, yeah, he's the president. He's going to be in the headlines no matter what. I know that's not the way he thinks. <laughs> and he's still going for ratings. Right. I'm sure that's why he's doing this. Right. Because he is under the mistaken impression, I think, that he thinks he can garner more votes. And all he's doing is just minimizing and dwindling the number of people that support him. But it worked before, so why wouldn't it work now? He's a man of habit, mm. if nothing else. Yeah, but it worked because we shot ourselves in the foot. And I, you know, to, to a large point. part. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. got the and Republican o- and nomination. Other factors. Yeah. I mean, well, I was thinking about that today, too, mm. about how about how these the how Congress won't turn on him. Mm. Like they're afraid of getting primaried out because when he shoots his mouth off. You know, and it's like, oh, so-and-so didn't vote with me here. Don't fucking vote for him in this primary. You know, vote for Roy Moore or whoever else I'm backing, right. some shitbag. And I'm, and it's it's pretty generally known that most of the country now has shifted towards democratic ideals. Most people want Medicare for all. Most people think le- weed should be legal. Conservatives, as they were, are just a dying breed. There's less people registered Republican than ever, right? Yep. And I think most of those people are just gone. And what filled that void are fucking psychopaths. <laughs> so in a sense, he can do that. He can primary them up because the people that used to vote for Lindsey Graham or whoever the fuck, they don't exist anymore. They're filled in with MAGA hat wearing douchebags. True. Who don't look at the facts. Who don't actually question anything. The don't give a fuck. Says. They don't care. Right. Yeah, idiots who are white nationalists when their wife is uh, Native American and his kids are half Native American. Right. And when it's explained to him that, he's like, oh, ooh, I guess you're right. Yeah. 
But they don't, know, they don't I mean, think about it. They don't re- they don't watch the news. They don't listen to the news. They don't actually look into any of this stuff in depth. It's just you know they're living yeah. their lives, which is fine. You don't have to be you know news junkies like we are. But um, you should at least understand the morals and the ideals of the person you are following. And they're obviously not. But these people, if if you know, I mean, if you actually look at the numbers and you're a, a classic Republican and you're like, well, shit, I can't even start like a new third party, you know, and call it Republican classic or conservative classic because there's still not enough numbers to support that. So True. now you have to throw your hat in with these with this fucking lot to keep your job because you really don't give a shit about the country. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what Romney's going to do because nothing. I- He's going to support Trump. You think? Trust me. I think he's going to run for president. No, Absolutely. No, I think he's going to run for president. You want to make a gentleman lady bet? <laughs> <laughs> Ian Ray, what do you guys think? I think I think that, that Karen should take a minute and wait until next week when she's feeling a little better <laughs> before she makes any, any wagers. <laughs> he does have a good track record, so I'll, I'll ponder that some more (laughs) yeah i don't think he's going to be running for president until next next go 2024 Hmm. i don't think he's going to run against trump i think he is has been slapped down enough that he's you know quote unquote knows better than to do that correct not only that but yeah yes i i to to jared's eagerness to wager to what i believe his point is if you still believe that there is going to be some sort of Trump opposition to manifest from within his own party. Mm. You need to let go that fantasy. It will never happen. There will never be a, a you know a, a sensible Republican that stands up and says, "No, I could be doing a better job." Never. That will never, ever, 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 ever happen for any reason. I guess the only ones that um, we had hope for, instead of actually fighting, retired. Well, not only that, I just don't think the numbers support it. You could peel off real conservatives that, you know, voted for Mitt Romney and voted for John McCain. There's just not enough of them left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree I, with that statement completely. And I really think the only reason that the Democrats have any reason to fear not winning an election is voter suppression. And these idiot celebrities who keep saying, well, I'm not going to vote because mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved in the political process, which then encourage other people to say, well, I'm not going to vote because I don't like anyone. Yeah, the only way they can do anything now is tricks. Tricks yeah. is the only way they can do it. True. I, yeah, do we have a um, – there have been rumblings in, what is it, North Carolina about um, how far the corruption went in the last election. Oh, with, a, with the uh, election fraud down there? Yeah. I haven't heard anything for like two weeks. Okay. Oh, it just I just saw a headline the other day that I irresponsibly ignored <laughs> about how, how deeply it went. I don't know anything about this. What are you guys talking about? They they sent people out with um, absentee ballots. And oh, they, that. Yeah, that I heard about. <laughs> yeah, the one lady testified a couple of days ago. She's like, yeah, I was told by my boss to write these people's names in and then hand people the ballots so that they could sign their name and then I'd take them back. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pretty blatant. Yeah. So while we were on his speech, I did want to mention the, the last thing in the uh, Washington Post article. He talked about Obama and how he didn't want to put words in Obama's mouth. <laughs> but uh, I believe that he had gone too far and he was going to have a war with North Korea. I think he was going to go to war. In fact, he told me he was close to, so the, the, the whole, I don't want to speak for Obama, but this is what he I'm said. going to change my mind and say, no, he told me he was close to starting a big war with North Korea. Which I'm sure he didn't actually say. 
No. <laughs> so I do. Th- I do find it interesting the change in the Nor- in the Korean Peninsula and how it. Um, I-, I guess th- in the reality of it is, it's only changed because uh, North Korea actually has a nuclear weapon now. So yeah, you got to bring them into the fold. And and they would never negotiate before because they couldn't do it from a position of power. Now they think mm. they have a position of power. They're actually standing, coming up to the table and saying, all right, now we can talk because we're on equal footing. But yeah, but Putin they told wouldn't. them they're not doing the bombs anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so fuck your intelligence. <laughs> Vladimir told me. Not happening. I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. McCabe said speaking that. Of, <laughs> speaking of which, that was the next thing on our well, list. Wait, before you move off the speech, yes. I got one more thing. Sure. And just how fucking disgusting our president is. <laughs> That he would bring people to this thing of uh, victims who've had family members murdered by illegal immigrants mm-hmm. to, you know, just like when he brought the women that Bill Clinton had raped or whatever, the, the accused him of rape, you know, to the one debate. So he trots these people out, you know, and he's like, like, so-and-so here, whose father was killed by an illegal agreement, this and that. Now, I know it's hard to remember – but I think it was only a year, maybe a year and a half ago, that we had the biggest mass fucking murder in this country. Fifty mm-hmm. some odd people dead. What country was that guy from? What foreign country did he <laughs> cross the border to come here from? Nevada, I think. Nevada. Yeah. That's a state. That's a state in our country, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Part of the United States. Okay. Okay. And the guy who murdered his wife and two kids and threw him in oil drums and then went on the news and was like, where's my wife? Is she ever coming back? What country? Is it Canada? Mexico? United States? I don't remember what okay, state it was. got it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what, Democrats, if if any time you get a sniff that he's going to be fucking bringing something like this, just bring in people who were killed by Americans. Mm. The volume yeah, is like, way higher. Just to uh, add on to your point, the, Jeff said that the guy who shot up the synagogue in Pittsburgh. Yeah, from Pittsburgh. What about the guy who escaped with his life in Las Vegas and then got shot at Thousand Oaks in California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is some awful fucking luck, but yeah, anyway, that was the only thing. I just can't stand that, you know, and everyone's like, oh, oh, God, you know, and no one's like, you know, Americans kill people every fucking day. <laughs> in horrific and numbers. Way more numbers, yeah. Right. There were, what was it, 1,300 children killed last year by guns in this country? 1,300 children. Like, holy shit. I think I said the number was actually higher than that. I think about it. I don't, it was a horrific number in any case. That actually sounds low from the does. statistics, but I, I don't have it in front of me. All right. So if we're done with his speech, uh, this is, we're still on Trump. McCabe, Andrew, Andrew McCabe. So he became the director of the FBI when Comey was fired. He was uh, interim director, I, I guess, was his actual title. But he is a book out now, and he did a interview with 60 minutes and had a a lot he has a lot to say now including like you said the fact that the president said he believed putin after the intelligence agency said we have evidence of the nuclear weapons Mm. in north korea uh trump said well i hear that they don't have it and the intelligence official said well that really doesn't fit the the, the information that we have, he said, well, I believe Putin. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you, if you pay any attention, you should believe McCabe, because that's exactly what he said in Helsinki when Putin was standing on the stage with him. You know what shocks me? Well, I mean, not shocks me, but because I'll never know the answer to this question. But after that meeting, 
And all these intelligence guys walk out of the room. Do they all <laughs> stare at each other for a second and go, we got to do like a JFK type thing? What do we got to do here? <laughs> like, how do you deal with that? Like, what do you do when you're talking to yourselves? Like, this guy's going to fucking destroy us? Right. Well, one thing they did was they actually talked amongst themselves about the 25th Amendment and whether that could, something could be done. And they opened an investigation. So they, Well, McCabe did, but I'm just talking about like, you know, all the heads guys getting together and sure. being like, hey. We got to do something about this. It's crazy. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it really is crazy. But I mean, the, things like this is where the whole investigation started is because it's quite clear that there is something going on between Trump and Russia. There there has to be. Like, it, nothing else really makes sense. Oh, you're just blaming Russians for everything. Because <laughs> Hillary Clinton sucked. You're just blaming Russia. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, Jeff, uh, our, our fact checker, thank you very much, found that there were 1,637 children in 2016, probably the last time it's been added up. So 1800, I wasn't too far off, depressingly so. So from 1999 mm. to current, well, to early 2018, there's been 26,000 children killed in this country by guns. Jesus. And that is not, now, a, a, you know, an emergency. Right. Now, is that, I, I don't know what's included in that stat. I don't want to, you know, suggest that that stat's like, you know, gun violence or we, we got into our, our parents' you know, unsecured gun collection and shot ourselves. I think if you look into the, yeah, yeah, that's all of it. I think if you look into that stat, most of, most kids uh, being killed by gun, by guns are exactly what you said, the latter of Mm. getting in, playing with a firearm that they shouldn't have had access to get, you know, shooting another kid who was in the room or shooting themselves, that sort of thing. That, I think that is a good percentage of, of those, of that stat. Yeah. Well, of of white kids anyway. It's a good percentage of the of the white kids. It's a larger, a smaller percentage of the black kids, I would guess. It depends. I mean, if you're going into like you know teenager years and gang violence, sure, and I could, I definitely could see that. Yeah, and this is under eighteen, so qualifies as children. Hmm. I don't know where this data is coming from, but Jeff posted that fifty nine percent of the gun fatalities since nineteen ninety nine were homicides. Wow. Wow. But uh, again, uh, is, uh, I would imagine a lot of that would be gang violence related. I don't know. Well, or, or you know, um, if, if uh, you can't take my children away from me, if I can't have them, nobody can. That kind of homicide. Uh, I mean, those happen, but I can't mm-hmm. imagine that's a huge number, a huge percentage. In any case, okay, the yeah. stats are from Washington Post. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Um, so I don't know. I don't have all of what McCabe had on 60 Minutes in front of me, but he talked to he also talked to Anderson Cooper on CNN just as he still was talking as we started recording, actually. And so they asked a whole lot of questions. It, is everything that he says the truth? I don't have any reason to not believe him at this point. Well, the guy was second in charge of the FBI. What first in charge possibly? Well, I'm saying he was first in charge because they fired Comey. Right, but right. It, like, but that's the thing is, like, when you ask these people, like, why, why do they? Why does all these people want to get rid of Trump? You say they're part of the deep state and they're against him, but why? Why does C- Why does CNN want to bring down Donald Trump? Why does Andrew <laughs> McCabe want to bring down Donald Trump? Because he fired him. He fired him because he he went against him. Right. Well, I'm sure that um, that uh, Trump would say that it's because he's only doing this to sell books. One important fact about this, though, and that I didn't realize the extent of what happened is before this book was published, it went through months of review with the FBI. So the FBI said, take this out. You can't say that. 
the rest of this is okay. So all the stuff that he's talking about, the FBI went, yep, that's okay. You can say that. Well, not only that, all his memos mm. that he used for the information, they're like, and they said, where are these memos? He goes, oh, Robert Mueller has them all. Right. Yeah. All the contemporaneous memos, which FBI agents, as a matter of routine, take. Get out of a meeting, you start writing it all down. That my, I, think, I think my favorite part about this whole thing, though, is Lindsey Graham. <laughs> the cuckiest of all cucks. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. <laughs> so he did you hear what he said about opening, you know, because I guess he's head of the Senate judicial judicial something or other. I don't know what the fuck. He's head of something that he can start doing some investigating. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be looking into this 25th Amendment talk because it sounds very, very unconstitutional to me. And nobody who's talking to him goes, dipshit, it's in the fucking Constitution. It's yeah, it's the 25th Amendment. <laughs> Somehow it's unconstitutional, though. Like, to even discuss it mm. is, they have to go and do an investigation? They didn't well, do Well, they anything. have to do an investigation if he says that they do, but mm. it's a, it is the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee. Thank you. And then when they asked Andrew McCabe, and he goes, I'd be more than willing to go. I'm <laughs> waiting for their invite. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to get me on fucking text messages to my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that, that I think is most striking about this and what makes me sure that we're on the right side of history is that everybody that is um, saying these things is like, yes, look into all of it. Investigate all of it. Here's all my paperwork. Ask me any question you want. And Trump... <laughs> Except for the one guy <laughs> being investigated. Right. But the people on the other side, the people on the wrong side of history are like, no, I will not answer your questions in person. If you send them to me on a piece of paper, I might deign to answer them in a few months' time. I mean, none of them are willing to actually be part of the inquiry they want to shut it down so obviously they're hiding something and yeah not not what an innocent person would do exactly yeah he's guilty as fuck they're all guilty as fuck <laughs> something. i don't know of what and of you know the the volume of 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 sins that they've committed but man there's a bunch of stuff out there that is just well bullshit. i was gonna say it's it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot. yeah again you know because people are saying like look and it's true, and I guess we've all known this, that, you know, Mueller's not going to produce a piece of paper saying, like, dear Donald Trump, you will do my bidding, love Vladimir Putin, and Donald Trump signs it like a like a contract. Right. You know, but there is definitely some kind of holding something over him, whether it's the money laundering or whatever the fuck it is. Or just Go straight ahead, out money. You want to say it's a P-tape? <laughs> I don't, Listen. No, Trump, I don't think Trump would care about that. Why would he care? Oh, he would care. There's no shame. Of him standing around watching hookers pee on a bed and laughing and shit? Meh. He could survive that, sadly enough. <laughs> I mean, the hardcore, the most hardcore people would stick with him through that, but... <laughs> I'm not sure Melania is one of those. Yeah. True. Do you think he really cares? This I mean, is I don't know how... Three. I mean, there's a lot of shit you can twist and turn to defend this guy. You know, if you're part of the, the, you know, in the Senate and shit, I don't know how you defend the P-tape. Yeah. See, I feel like that's the most defendable. <laughs> really? But, I mean, that's just me. Mm. Like, you mean, like, if that's what's being held over him and, and that's why he is a foreign agent? I mean, that 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 part's terrible, but, like... <sighs> no, I gotta think it's about you money. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care what he's into. No. If you want to watch hookers pee on a mattress, that's a weird, but that's not my jam. But, but I support but, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's but, the least illegal thing you've ever done. Right. But we're not saying you can it's it's grounds to take him out of office, but for a man like Trump, an embarrassment like that, it'd kill him. Him personally. 
Yeah, I feel like he'd be like, but I love the ladies. That's just what I do. I'm a ladies man. <laughs> I think he I could like get over it yeah. I think he could. Yeah, I don't. He could justify I don't, it. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think the pee. I mean, there's so many worse. <laughs> I don't know. I'm only <laughs> thinking this because there's so many things that get overlooked that are horrible, and and people pretend to be shocked. Like, so R. Kelly marries a 14 year old girl. Mm. Everybody's like, oh, well, you know, that, I guess. And then, then a, sur- a tape surfaces of him peeing on a 14-year-old girl in 2002. And everybody's like, oh, well, I don't know. And then a tape surfaces of peeing on, peeing on another 14-year-old girl in 2019. And everybody's like, oh, R. Kelly? Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it was so much the peeing for me that it was the 14-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he's been... Abusing children, a well-known but, but pedophile. Again, for- you got to understand something. Again, it's not illegal. It's not. It, it, it can't be. I don't think it's grounds for impeaching him. But a man who can't even stand to watch himself be impersonated on Saturday Night Live yeah. and and wants to investigate it, this PT comes up. That's just for him. He couldn't live like that. The I mean, the Personal. the jokes for the rest of his life would be about piss. <laughs> and he knows that. And to Jeff's point where he said if it existed, it'd be out by now. Huh. I say no, because he's doing everything Putin wants. So why why ruin this? Sure. Right. I think it's more you know. likely it's about money because in, in the in the net of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all Trump really cares about is money. So I think it's I think he owes uh, Russian oligarchs a lot of money. Yes. That yeah. is 100% accurate. And they're holding it over him. Yes. So you, you mentioned uh, Alec Baldwin's impersonation of him, and <laughs> he did tweet about that uh, over the weekend. And he, what he said, again, the wording that he uses is very important. He's, he asked, how do networks get away with these total Republican hit jobs without retribution? And he's asking, to me, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like he's asking for somebody to provide retribution against yes. Alec Baldwin for this. And Alec Baldwin came out and said that uh, I think that this constitutes a threat to my safety and that of my family. That the sure. the president is telling his people that the the person making fun of him needs to uh, suffer retribution for what he's doing. Oh, see, I looked at it like I need to start a bring back that un-American authority committee thing. You know, so we could arrest oh. people for shit like this. The Red Scare stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. What is it called, Jeff? What, what is the... Jeff's working on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't really have anything to more to talk about as far as Alec Baldwin. I just thought that well, that was Well, no, a... the, the best part about that tweet was that he's saying that what NBC and Saturday Night Live is doing is the real collusion. Mm. He, he, he made a point of saying that. And I saw somebody tweet under that and go... This makes so much sense now. You don't know what the word collusion means. <laughs> because he just calls anything bad collusion. He's like, oh, shit. The Rams lost? Shh, fucking collusion. <laughs> oh, the House Un-American Activities Committee. Yeah. That's like, that's the kind of shit I th- think he meant- means by that. Oh, that But who that knows? May very he well capitalized be. trail when he was talking about Elizabeth Warren and... Yeah. I mean, was he talking about the Trail of Tears, or is he just a fucking dumbass? Eh, hard to tell. <laughs> I uh, My point is, I don't know that his followers will see it that way. I think some of his followers might see it as, yeah, I need to go and attack Alec Baldwin. Right. There was just a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago, I think, a, an attack on a reporter at his last rally. Yeah. Because he tells them to. Well, go start your own sketch comedy show. That's pro-Republican. See how well that does. <laughs> <laughs> Name one. Is there one? 
No. No. Don't know of one. Uh, last thing that I have on Trump is the thing that we just found out today about a nuclear technology deal with Saudi Arabia. Apparently Flynn was, I don't know, heading this up. I don't know if it was his idea, but he also uh, also mentioned in the article, which is, was that the New York Times? Or Washington Post. I don't remember. One of them brought it forward. Uh, the other person mentioned was the Secretary of Energy, Rick Perry. <laughs> oh, they finally got him in something, huh? <laughs> Apparently he was all behind this. Well, from what I understand, a lot of people were behind this. So if you go to that link on the Huffington Post, that video will play automatically, and it's really freaking loud. So, <laughs> heads up. Scared the bejesus um, I, out of me. <laughs> who uh, who else was was mentioned? Uh, those are the only two names that I had actually seen. Were, there, were there just other people in the administration? Yeah, I, I can't remember any names. It's just that a lot of people were for it the end, but Flynn wanted to fast track it, and of course, you know, uh, all the intelligence people were like, "What? What? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down here! What's going on? <laughs> you want to do what now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, because it's not a good idea." No, you don't want. Do you th- do you think this is one of the things that the judge saw? Remember the judge that was at his hearing that was like, uh, "Are we charging him with treason?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what didn't he get to see a bunch of shit we didn't get to see? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I wonder if that was one of them. I mean, I gotta say, giving that kind of tech to the Saudis while they are currently yeah. our allies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a horrible idea. Holy crap. Yeah. What could he possibly... I mean, it's got to be money, right? Money. He's getting paid off to do this. Like, yep. And again, I don't I remember when I asked months ago, what drives a man who's a general to sell out your country like this? Bitch better get my money. Oh, is it all about the Benjamins? Is that where... <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, just another thing. Yeah. Roger Stone on his Instagram put out a picture of the judge oh, who Jesus. is presiding over his thing, and the the picture that he put out of the judge has her face, and in the upper left corner, there is a crosshairs. So that stirred up a lot of people. He then removed the image from Instagram and then put it back up without the crosshairs and then almost immediately removed it again. <laughs> so I don't, uh, I don't really understand what uh, he was going for, except... The idea of, hey, maybe somebody should kill the judge that's presiding over my case. Yeah. <laughs> Morons! That is true. Yeah. He yeah. really is. These people just stumble into shit. And that that image that he posted, hmm. I don't want to, I'm not even, even if I re- remembered the name of the site offhand, I wouldn't say it because I don't want anybody to go there. But it is a far, far right website that is completely into every single one of the conspiracy theories you can imagine from the the pizza parlor pedophile ring the clinton's running to uh like they've even got uh chemtrails and it's it's amazing they don't have flat earther but other than that Mm. They've got pretty much everything on the site. And that's what Roger Stone decided to use on his his Instagram. See, (laughs) how does he think that that would help him? I don't know. Like, you think this judge is now going to be a more fair to him? Yeah. Well, he posted a formal apology to the court. Please inform the court that the- Oh. (laughs) 
the photographic sure, comment was improper and should not have been posted. I had no intention of disrespecting the court and humbly apologize to the court for the transgression. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I had no intention of being disrespectful <laughs> when I applied that you should die. <laughs> and you think the judge is like, oh, well, he did apologize. Yeah. I mean, I have to be yeah. fair. Or do you think quietly she walked into her room and was like, I'm going to nail this motherfucker to the wall. <laughs> Bail revoked. <laughs> Hopefully. Does anybody else have anything on Trump? Uh, so I'm going to move on. We're going to be running very late. Zip throw. Okay. Uh, the next thing that I had was just an update on CNN. Uh, they have hired a new political editor, Sarah Isger, who served in the Justice, Justice Department. She was a leading spokeswoman under Attorney General Jeff Sessions. She has propagated misinformation in that role and has a long history as a very right political operative. So I'm not exactly sure why she was hired for CNN. Hmm. To be to do what? Political editor. So I don't know exactly where that, you know, gets applied in their I don't know if that's for their website or for, you know, just everything in general. I don't I don't know. But she was behind the Planned Parenthood. Well, not behind, but she was she helped support the Planned Parenthood video where they were, you know, quote unquote, selling oh, baby, baby parts. parts. Mm. She was absolutely uh, in league with that um, and, and, you know, propagating that information. Hmm. How is she not in jail? In jail, just because she was associated with the Trump administration? <laughs> no, because of that video that we all know turned oh, out to she be wasn't, fake. She wasn't behind it. I was saying that she was helping to propagate that information. Mm. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought she was part of that fucking group. No, she just took it and kept spreading well, the information. An, an odd move? Yeah. For yeah. CNN? Yeah. We'll see. Very odd. Anyway, just something to, to keep an eye on. I don't know why CNN would hire somebody who's that far to the right. Seems odd. Well, we turned we turned them on the other day, and SC Cup was hosting. I'm like, well, that's unexpected, but right. Yeah, she switched teams. Yeah. She hates Trump. Okay. Well, she has always hated Trump, so. Yeah. She's still pretty far right, though. Ish. She's, once she went on CNN, again, it's all about the money. Sure. Yeah, she went to CNN, and she's lightened up a little bit. Okay, I'll give her a chance. Don't talk about my wife that way. <laughs> her show was her show was good. She did a it good was job. Good. In any case, I want to move on to the anti-Semitic stuff that's been going on. There was another hate crime, pretty big one. That uh, since we mentioned the New York yeshivas constantly, not constantly, <laughs> but several times in the recent past, uh, one of them was set on fire, and the doors were painted with swastikas just this last week. Wow. And along with that, uh, France has a, I mean, it's rampant. There are 80 headstones, two or three days ago, 80 headstones uh, that have Jewish, uh, the uh, Star of David on them. So they're headstones for Jewish individuals who've passed away. They painted swastikas over 80 of the headstones. Um, There's a whole bunch of anti-Semitic hate crimes being committed in Paris. It's it's getting rampant in France, apparently, and that's on a, a steep incline here in the U.S. as well. Mm. Just that's a real good feel-good story. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think that's related to Trump, maybe? Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I think there is a, all across the globe, there seems to be a, a spike in nationalism. That's true. A lot, a lot of countries are 
have their own version of Trump in power now. It's really it seems odd. Yeah. I didn't realize it was like a global wave. I also, for the life of me, still don't understand why we hate the Jews. Like, they've done nothing ever. <laughs> ever. They get a lot of grief. They control everything. Because according to the conspiracy, they're in charge because they have a ton of money and they influence everything. And they're in charge of all the things that are wrong. It's the exact I mean, if you look at uh, Hitler's speeches, it's what he was saying. That the Uh, Jews are the problem because they are trying to control your lives. Which there's no evidence for, but... No. Oh, right. Good point, Jeff. They killed Christ. (laughs) Yeah, well, Christ was a Jew. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody to blame for their problems. Exactly. I guess. I mean, I don't, again, I don't understand that. I do not wake up every morning and go, oh, man, my life would be so much better if it wasn't for so-and-so or so-and-so race. I mean, I hate rich people, but <laughs> I, and I do blame them for a lot of problems, but not directly but to my part. In a lot of cases, it's based on evidence. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I just didn't pick them out of a hat. I right. mean. But but not all rich people. I mean, I think uh, Bill Gates is not no. your personal enemy. I think he does good for the world. No, shitbags like Elon Musk and <laughs> <laughs> Howard Schultz. I'm sorry, I hate Elon Musk. <laughs> I know out. you guys love him because you're a car. <laughs> I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I love him, but I don't understand where the, not that I want to get into an Elon Musk conversation. I think he's doing good for the country and for humanity in general. Um, he's a, he's, I don't think, and I'll, and again, I don't want to get into producing. He doesn't do. He, he could be doing a lot more than what he does. He he does things. He does a lot of things for the fun of it. Yes. So he does. Like yes, new innovations and shit that'll help the world. That's fine. But he could. He just. I don't know. He. There. You know. He's like, hey, why don't you do this and build affordable housing? He's like, hey, why don't I give you the excess brick from such and such thing and build? You know, it's just like, <laughs> dude, just do something fucking good. I don't, Plus, he comes from money. I, I can't take that either. <laughs> I don't you know, know, if you're a self-starter, I guess I give you some credit. Then you got Howard Schultz, so I guess I'm wrong there, too. So <laughs> fuck everybody who's rich. <laughs> Just before we get off uh, the Elon Musk thing, he does, you know, he's making electric cars that's going to impact climate change. And he's doing this and he's giving out the uh, the, the, patents, uh, right? the patents for everything. He's not keeping the patents and saying, I've got the best electric car and you have to come through me to get them. He's actually putting it all out going, hey, you other car companies, you could be doing this too. Let's let's try and, you know, survive as That's a species. Good. That's good. Now take a couple million dollars and build some houses for homeless people. I am not going to, I can't argue against <laughs> that. <laughs> you can afford it. Right. Again, but I wouldn't blame just him. Right. Like, there are dozens and dozens oh, there are. and right. dozens of right. Elon Musks out there that should be doing that and don't. Right. Oh, I just picked Elon Musk just to annoy Drake. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> All right, real quick, I'm going to hit these uh, Blitz updates. We knew this was coming. Ohio lawmakers have reintroduced the heartbeat abortion bill. and Those motherfuckers. It, I hate that state so much more. It passed the state Congress last time. It will pass again, yeah. likely. And this time we know that the... The governor will sign it. Tennessee is trying to re-ban gay marriage. So they had put in a ban on gay marriage. It was in the courts. And then the Supreme Court said, oh, yeah, you can't you can't ban gay marriage. And now that the Supreme Court has changed, they are trying to put the ban on gay marriage back <laughs> into action. But there's it's precedent. Called, they're calling it the Tennessee Natural Marriage Defense Act. Yeah. 
Just to make you a little bile. To suggest that marriage is natural. Right. <laughs> Fuck those Tennesseans. I'll point or you in the direction of some, or whatever they're called. Some anthropologists who might disagree. <laughs> natural marriage. In a weird move, though, also in Tennessee, they have become the first state in the South to come out with a hate crime law protecting transgender people. So, I'm so fucking confused right now. Yeah, that one really confused me. I did not expect that. So we're going to ban marriage. You can't get married, but you don't deserve to die? Yeah, you don't deserve to be, you know, for hate crime to be done on you. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I get it. So trans people are allowed to exist, and we can't hate on them, but they, the religion says they can't be married. You can't be married, and you have to stay in your own little dark corner. Yes. <laughs> but if you're so concerned that they might get hurt or that, that that there should be a special punishment for it, why do you care if they get married? Because the religion says they, they shouldn't be married. The religion says... But, it, where does it, it say that? The religion says it's, uh, the marriage is between a man and a woman. I'm sure it's a, a bunch of times in the Bible. Oh. Or that they've, they've oh. interpreted to say that. Yeah, God, there you go. I, I always... Isn't there more important shit going on in that state that they could be work, working on? Yeah. I always say <laughs> Yeah, yeah, why do we have to be shitting on, you know, basic human rights and decency? Are there any homeless people in Tennessee? I'm sure, I'm sure they've already got that taken care of. <laughs> Covered. <laughs> uh, moving on over in Nebraska with the state senator, Steve Erdman has said when, when it was brought up, I'm trying to remember how it was. Thomas Gray is an atheist veteran. He had, he was speaking out against the in God we trust law that they were trying to pass. They had a like a public hearing. This this guy who was an atheist veteran came up and spoke against it. The response from the senator was, I don't understand atheists. Why don't you embrace religion? You keep people in line because of fear of the afterlife. They won't harm you because one of the tenets is if they harm you that they'll end up in hell. Why don't you embrace the religion that keeps us in line? That's not so sure that it keeps us in line. <laughs> I think he said the quiet part loud. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> yeah, that part's fun, too. <laughs> wow. that That's, yeah. <laughs> well, that always goes back to that same question whenever you tell somebody you're an atheist. They're like, well, why don't you just go around killing people then? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I think it was... Uh, said best on the first season of True Detective. If you uh, if you fall in line and you don't commit crimes because of a, an afterlife that you think you're going to spend right, with God... Right, because you fear cosmic retribution? Yeah, then, then you, that person, is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, over in Kansas, there's a Kansas bill that claims that the LGBTQ community is a religion huh? in order to justify discrimination against it. This one took me a little bit to, to wrap my head around. I am confused. <laughs> yep, I'm also lost. <laughs> so it's framing the rationale that LGBTQ identities constitute a religion. And if the state of Kansas were to support any law that recognizes it, it would, in be, it would be in violation of the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. I don't think this one's going anywhere. I don't see how anybody can can follow that. But they made it. They made it a bill that's being discussed: the Marriage and Constitution Restoration Act. Huh. You, I don't. That's uh, apparently a weird saying, argument. Yeah. Apparently, they're saying that the the people 
who are making the argument to recognize LGBTQ identities are treating it as their religion. Therefore, we can't support it because then we'd be supporting a religion. (laughs) Somehow, the governor of Kansas is now a Democrat and a woman, so that's not going to pass. Yeah, even if it does pass the House or whatever, it's not... It's not going anywhere, but it's just another lane of craziness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. This one I wanted to bring up because it's uh, another invocation. Um, Speaking of invocations, we're trying to get uh, Iowa atheist Justin Scott onto the show soon to talk about uh, becoming active in your local political areas. So he, he famously gave a invocation in Iowa, but in Arizona, a representative, Athena Salmon, Uh, gave a perfectly respectful speech, but the Republicans didn't like it so much. So the uh, a Republican person uh, who is also uh, another senator there said, well, they came out and gave their response saying that they would like to have the the group recognize a friend of his, God, because God is here and God is always here and is all-knowing and that God is is in the gallery who created nature, which purportedly created this tiny speck of a planet, which is is uh, this where this legislature meets. So he's just makes fun of her, like right mm-hmm. after she gives the invocation. You can't just let it go. Let her do an invocation. Right. Wow. So she came back the the next time they met and said. I rise to protest today because I want to make it clear that I've never denigrated another member's invocation. Yet for the third year in a row, members of this body have belittled my religious beliefs in ways that are humiliating and uncalled for. Um, She later said that her mother was in the gallery, her grandmother, and she was ashamed because of what he had said, that she didn't even introduce them because of what they had witnessed on the floor. So I want to give her credit for coming out and fighting back against this asshole who just wants to talk all over and and make her feel unwelcome. Unbelievable that something like that can take place on a Senate floor. Yeah. Um, (sighs) Speaking of the Iowa atheists, Des Moines Register, they have a story about a religious freedom bill that is going to be going to the Iowa Capitol again. This is very similar to a... A bill that they tried to pass previously, it's coming up for vote again, and yeah, it's religious freedom. So obviously it's all about discriminating against the LGBTQ community. <laughs> I know to allow businesses in the state to refuse services to someone based on religious beliefs, taking yes. it even further. You look like you're Jewish, I'm not going to serve you. Wow. Yeah, it, their religious freedom says that as long as you are not causing hindrance to the government functions, you can discriminate. You can say that you're not going to do something based on your religious beliefs. <laughs> so it, you can apparently, according to, to this bill, you can discriminate against somebody's religion or race or anything, as long as it doesn't interfere with government work. Wow. I, again, I don't see how that can pass, but no. holy crap. They're, they're actually, you know, trying to get these things started. I thought this might strike up some conversation, so I probably should save it to next time. Maybe we'll talk about it more next time. Okay. Think about it. Sacramento, California, there's a school trip that is scheduled to happen next month where kids are going to, it's it's a, a field trip, but it's like a multi-day, you know, go out in the woods, 
I forget what they called this. It's not just a field trip. It's a, I don't know, but it's a learning thing where they go out and they, they get educated in, you know, nature and, and everything. Camping and stuff. Sure. Yeah, exactly. The problem is that the school, the, where they're going, it is a Christian run group. And even though the, the Christians aren't being involved in the, in any of the overseeing the kids, they still have, they have signs up that have Bible verses on them all throughout the different trails. And you're giving them money. And you're giving this group money. Yeah. So some of the parents are uh, not liking it. They're holding their kids back. They're not letting them go on the trip. <laughs> I was just kind of curious where, where people might fall in the whole separation of church and state in this one. If anybody had an opinion, mm. but... I mean... Do you think it would be something other than pro? <laughs> <laughs> well, not, um, they're not... They're not... The Christians aren't actually, you know, having Bible study or anything like that, but... Yeah, but the place is covered in scripture, and the money goes to people that support the subjugation and the pushing down of people. So, no, of course not. <laughs> right, but the kids don't have to go. Sure, but then they get left out. I mean, it's a, yeah, get... it's a dumb thing to pick, and I would, if I were there, if I were a parent, I'd be like, next time could you, like, you know, pick a place not like that, and my kid won't be going? But, I mean, I don't, if, it was a, if it was done intentionally, then, uh, yeah, I have, I have a bigger problem with it. I mean, but it's it's, again... The kids that are not religious or are not Christian don't get included. They're ex- excluded from the school activity and don't get to participate and are singled out again. I understand. Yeah. I'm, but, I mean, what are you going to do? Don't. Cancel the whole thing? Yeah. Cancel the whole thing. Go somewhere else. They, Go to a Boy Scout get, camp. Well, wait. <laughs> if they get a refund, I could say I could be behind that. Okay. No refund. That's wasted money. Or, I don't, I mean, how old are these kids? Is it high school? Um, I believe it was middle school, but I am not 100% sure. I don't know. I think if my mother or father has said, hey, you're going on this field trip, there's going to be a lot of religious science. Don't pay attention to them. Just enjoy the woods. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I think I'm smart enough to understand that. Ooh, 11 year- like if they were like Ian's son's age, I could understand. 11-year-old. Mm. I, 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 think, I think where Ian was going originally and what Jeff just said, public school equal no religion. It's that easy. <laughs> I, I, I'm only talking in a case where the money can't be returned. <laughs> right, right. I think if, uh, for most cases, the the parents were like, what? No, you're not going. I'm not putting up the $300 so that you can go. And again, it also begs, was, was it intentional or was it just like, we didn't know. We just thought it was a nature thing. We didn't think it would be a big deal. Or if it was like, yo, I got a, I got a great idea. We're going to send them on this field trip and there's going to be scripture shit all over the place. And we're going to get more of them in church. Then... I got a way bigger problem with it. Right now, the only thing that I see is that the school, different members of the school board were like, we didn't see it as a problem. Nobody has complained before. Mm. This is not a new thing. Yeah, definitely not a new thing. They've been going there for some time. <laughs> well, if it's not a new thing, then finish this one out and pick a new place next time. Yeah. That's all I've got. Does anybody have anything else they want to mention? Nope. I don't. I think I'm satisfied. Okay. <laughs> it was a busy week. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I want to thank everybody for listening um, especially I want to thank our patrons and uh, those who could show up tonight especially Jeff Pittsburgh Atheist who shows up and gives us facts and numbers <laughs> as we need them really appreciate that uh, he's if, our fact checking cuz <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy this podcast you can support it by uh, going to patreon.com and signing up and you too could come here and listen to us live. Or if you can't do that, feel free to share the podcast on social media, share it on your Facebook page or Twitter, or uh, give a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. More stars, the better, but 
I'll take a, a couple more reviews. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, also, I want to uh, suggest you please check out shows on the Soon To Be Named Network. It's a podcasting network that we're a member of, soontobenamednetwork.com. I want to uh, thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Thank you.